expanding my dreams demanding i'm careful with the planning paint myself a bigger picture just to feed it the universe loves it when we act like children and you're not above it nobody is if you are a lover we'll never be free sometimes you gotta be gold like the snow i can't have you hanging around me if you won't let me grow cut you off you ain't family and you know it's your loss scars in it from the pain that you cause no one knows where it goes from here pack up my bags and throw out the fear live in the moment and hold it clear cause after this show you won't know what's Welcome to the People's Podcast. Here's your host, Jordan McClure. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the People's Podcast. I am joined today, as always, my co-host, Peter Knapp. How are we doing today, Peter? I I am doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, my friend. I'm doing great. Yeah, I probably came in a little too hot. I had my mic close, really close to my mouth when I when I did that little intro. What I should do is I shouldn't do it live every time. I should have it recorded so that because what That's I'm doing. We did season one, but I feel like yeah, I feel I don't know. I kind of like you doing it live. But yeah, it's up to you. It's, if you'd rather record yeah. it, then you can just record yeah. Because what I'm doing every single time is mixing that live instead of having it recorded with my voice ahead of time but anyway uh, but anyway I'm I'm doing good uh, it's it's good to finally uh finally record I know we've been a little we've been we've been all we've been all over the place I got I I got I got fucked up by paratransit last night uh don't don't Again. don't send me, don't 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 send me on a rant about RTA paratransit it, I mean, I kind of want to. Well, you did say you would describe this. I do kind of want to yeah. hear this. You don't got to rant about the company, but yeah. this is the second time in a couple of weeks you've made. I'll explain the first story. I guess you could go into details about that one if you want. But basically, the first time, to my knowledge, was when we were leaving the Cavs game, and you took. It was the train or the bus. The bus. So, so there are a couple. There are a couple ways I can get home. There's what's called a para, a paratransit, which is a door to door service. That RTA provides, which is only for people with disabilities. I can either do that, or I can take the, a a train and a bus. I was trying to take a, a paratransit that time. I I, th- I think that you're referring to, but see, okay, I'll I'll just explain this for the listeners. So, paratransit in theory is a is a wonderful service. It allows people like myself who cannot drive to be independent and to get from point A to point B throughout Cuyahoga County at a much cheaper rate than um, at a much cheaper rate than an Uber, for example. I mean, it's significantly cheaper than an Uber. So, so, so that's one of the advantages to paratransit. Now, the disadvantages. Paratransit gives you a pickup window, uh, and they. They essentially say we'll pick you up between nine thirty and ten o'clock. Once they show up, they wait. They wait for five minutes. So you got to be basically by by a door for that entire half hour and, and 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 ready to go. They seriously need to update their their technology. That's that's one that's one thing that, that is so incredibly aggravating um, because I don't necessarily mind a vehicle being late as much as I mind. Not having information—that's what I hate more than anything. I don't mind a vehicle being late. I I just hate not having any information about how close it is, you know, 
Um, so it was running late. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. What? To pick you up from where? Home? No, to to pick me up from the Cavs game. Oh, okay. Um, and and keep and keep and keep in mind, last night downtown, it was the the rain. The rain was getting heavier throughout the night too. So so I waited outside in in a bus stop for a while, and and then I so I, I um so my window was nine thirty to ten. I waited until. I waited until ten seventeen, and then I um, and then I decided, you know what, I'm just gonna start making my way back, uh, you know, towards the rapid, and then and then taking a rapid and a bus. Um, but it worked out with the rapid schedule that I was kind of caught in between between an earlier bus and a later bus, so I had to wait a while for the later bus. So anyway, so so it was. So it was so it was just a mess uh, because yeah and 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 after I got back to Tower City and as I'm about to get on the train at at Tower City, Paratransit calls me and says we're looking for you where where are you, and I said my window ended you know twenty two minutes ago, um, I decided to you know I decided to uh, figure out a different way to get home so. Um, it's just a, it, so it's just so how a, did you end up getting home? Well, you Uber or no, can pick you up? my mom was, my mom was falling asleep. So I, so I, I just ended up and I, I probably should have Ubered, but I was, but I was trying to save the money. So I ended up taking the rapid and then taking the bus, but because I missed a certain rapid, I was, I was caught in between, um, in terms of in terms of getting there getting there just in time for one bus and ha- and having to wait and ha- and having to wait for the next one so mm-hmm. so any- anyway i got home at i got home just before midnight um so i mean i i mean i ended up getting home but it was <laughs> yeah a journey yeah but it t- but it took a while um and again and again i just think on one hand, I love paratransit because it gives me a level of freedom that I wouldn't otherwise have. On the other hand, it it, it definitely is, needs some improvements. It needs a, it needs a lot of improvements because, especially in an era where I can go on my phone and I can request an Uber with a couple tabs, and I can see where a vehicle is. You know what? What I don't. What I don't understand, memo to RTA, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna go to their ADA committee meeting in a couple of weeks, and and bring this up to them. They have GPS units on those vehicles, but in order for a person to find out any information about about where a vehicle is, they have to call a dispatcher, wait on hold, and then the dispatcher can can look at a computer and, and tell. And tell you where where a vehicle is, and 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 so I'm just like, why why create the middle step? Why can't I see where my vehicle is? Again, it's one thing for a vehicle to be late; that can happen sometimes. It's another thing to not have any information about it. Yeah, because because having more information, I can I can make smart I can make smarter decisions of, okay, I'm gonna wait inside, or I'm not gonna wait anymore. I'm gonna go catch the rapid. Uh, cause I, cause I don't want to wait anymore. So it would be so easy, so easy to fix with modern technology. 
I mean, if if you look at the RTA Pillar Transit scheduling website right now, you will see that at the bottom of it, it it literally says, copyright 2004 to 2008, all rights reserved. Okay? That's what the bottom of their website says in terms of the technology of their website. Yeah. Okay? And uh-huh. and that that's <laughs> and that's a problem. When you have a website whose copyright expired in 2008, okay? So I finally got home last night and but I got home after midnight, so I mean I got home at midnight so we did not record. But what's up yeah. with you? I mean, you know, I was honestly I went to bed before we even planned on recording, so I was out before. I mean, yeah, I didn't even know not to Obviously, that's shitty what happened to you, but I didn't even know what was going on. I yeah. woke up this morning, and you were like, I seen a message from you at midnight and said, you just got home, and you can record. And I'm like, yeah, yeah no, I was definitely yeah. asleep. I, I was asleep that's at like what, 9 o'clock. That's what I, I thought. I thought you were going to be asleep by, le- by 11, maybe, so I, I didn't I didn't expect you to be up, but I kind of texted you kind of jo- jokingly and said, hey, hey, I'm finally here if you want to record at midnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, just um, to- yeah, but no, yeah, I understand. But I, but anyway, so I we do have some good news coming up, though. Yeah, so the Paralympics. To give a Paralympic update here, the Paralympics were uh, started out really exciting. Uh, the opening ceremony to the Paralympics was last Friday, as uh, as the Paralympics opened in Beijing on Friday, March fourth, and uh, and then and then the U.S played their first game against Canada, which is rare for the U.S. to play a game against Canada on their first day. The U.S. beat Canada by a score of 5 to nothing, which was surprising. The U.S. sled hockey team, that is. If you haven't seen sled hockey, check it out on YouTube. It's well worth it. But the U.S. sled hockey team beat Canada by a score of 5 to nothing, and then and then came back the next day versus Korea and beat Korea by a final score of 9-1 to at the Paralympic Games in Beijing, China. And so now the U.S. advances to the semifinal game, which will be on Friday morning, March 11th at 7.05 a.m. If you have a chance to listen to it. And we'll get into uh, the U.S. had a third game scheduled against um, against Russia. And, and for obvious reasons, that game was canceled, which we'll get into in a minute as the Russian Paralympic Committee was banned from Paralympic competition because of everything that's going on in Russia and the Ukraine. Which we don't got to get in. I mean, we're going to get into this next anyways, but just continue. I mean, I, un- I, underst- I understand. Yeah, okay, we can get into it. I understand, like, I understand, like, why people are angry at Russia or for matters the Russian military I people should be mad at the Russian military and Putin you know what I'm saying like yeah. I I understand why you're like we're going to stop supplying Russia this we're going to stop supplying Russia that but to ban Russian citizens from playing in the games when Russian citizens have obviously demonstrated anger towards Putin for his actions is I think counterproductive yeah in my belief because yeah. we're banning day-to-day citizens and not people that are the ones invading other countries granted you sh- like fuck putin get him out he should be like whatever re- rest in hell you know what i'm saying yeah so never like not defending putin but to ban russian people in general is just going to in my opinion push a divide 
Well, I, I guess, I guess the, I, I guess the philosophy behind it is, if you, if you make the citizens hurt enough, the citizens will re- rebel enough that Putin, yeah, that that Putin stops. So, yeah, I, no, I get, I get, I mean, I kind of understand that, but I feel like that's, in my, in my opinion, in the moral and. I think it's morally wrong to push citizens to the edge like that to get them to turn against their government. You make sense? Yeah. Like allow them to participate, but maybe tell them you can't rare the like. Yeah. You can't do. You can't. You can't. Like they all. I feel like there's a way around it. They already. They already. They already can't. You can't be called Russian, right? Yeah. Like the Russian team or whatever. Yeah. It They already weren't going to compete under the Russian flag. They were going to be the. so in the Olympics, they're the they're the Russian Olympic Committee, yeah. And in and in the Paralympics, same thing. They're the Russian Paralympic Committee. Um, so, um, yeah. So they they are they already weren't going to be competing. I get they already weren't going to be, you know, competing under the flag of of Russia. I also think that the Paralympics themselves are just by their very nature, are a slap in the face to any sort of oppression. Yeah. and Or any sort of, like, especially communism. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the par- the Paralympics, by their, by their very nature, are, are a huge middle finger to, um, you know, to, 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 to any sort of marginalization or, you know, or, or you know, just, um, oppression of, you know, oppression of minorities. You know, because because the whole the whole point is it's a competitive athletic competition between between a group of people that in relatively recent history would would be considered complete. You know, would be com- considered complete outcasts, and you know, you know, just um, you know, the 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 lowest of society competing in you know competing in competitive sport and yeah. so the the paralympics by their very nature are are a are a slap in the face to putin uh to what putin is trying to do um the the paralympics by their very nature quite frankly are a slap in the face to how china treats um how tr- how china treats uh, people with disabilities. I mean, China for many years aborted millions and millions of babies with disabilities, uh, forced abortions, and infanticide, both both killing them, you know, before they're born and at, and after they're born. Um. So so hosting the Paralympics in, I mean, having the Paralympics in China, I can see that the. the the argument to not have the Paralympics in China at the same time, the Paralympics or the Olympics in China at the same time, I see that, um, I, I see the Paralympics as a slap in the face to, to, to oppressive dictators. And so was there like, I'm sorry, cause you bring that up. Was there like a, was there like a movement or something to not have it in China because that's what they do? Well, th- there was a, there was like because I, I get your point, I hundred percent get your point. Like, is a slap in the face to them? Have it there, perform there, see that people can do amazing things with disabilities and against the odds. My qu- my question though is again, do you think people 
people didn't want them to have it there because of that? When it comes to the Olympics, for example, I I know that there were there were a lot of people that were saying that that China shouldn't be allowed to host the host the Olympics or the Paralympics because the the, the Olympics the 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 Olympics and Paralympics come together. You know, yeah. if if you host the if you host the Olympics, you you host the Paralympics. I know there were a lot of people saying that China shouldn't host the Olympics because of the way they treat uh, they treat the Muslim Uyghurs in China, and uh, and and all of the and um and all of the human rights abuses that that do take place in China. The the um the the stance of the international. Olympic and Paralympic committees has always been we don't get involved in any you know we don't get involved in any politics we just pick cities and those cities host you the know, Olympics yeah yeah um i mean i mean literally germany held the olympics right yeah it during hitler's reign yeah and and so and Jesse Owens balled out and so, and so I do, and so I do find it kind of funny that that was it Jesse Owens, I believe. I don't yeah, know. yes, it was. Sure yes, it was. Yes, it was. I do find it kind of, I do find it kind of funny that the the Paralympic athletes, the Paralympic Russian athletes, are the one instance that that the that the international Olympic and Paralympic committees come out and say, no, we're not going to allow athletes from. From from this country because because of what their leaders are, are current, you know because of what their governmental leaders are currently doing, mm-hmm. you know I, I especially I mean even even and I don't know if you know this but even a few a few Paralympic athletes from North Korea have competed in the Paralympics, uh, which is which is which is yeah a, no I did not know that which is am- amazing to me yeah um, th- they actually they competed. With the South Korean team, um, hmm. uh, a few Paralympic athletes from North Korea. Um, somehow, are they doing that again? This in this one, or I, I, so I don't know. I don't know if I don't know for sure if there will be any athletes from from North Korea on the Korean team this year. There might be one or two, but. I honestly don't know. China, I seen I seen today that China was doing some sanctions. There's a bunch of people doing some sanction, sanctions against Russia, and then I also well, seen that they were having talks with Ukraine. China is mostly actually on the side of Russia in, in this conflict. I mean, they might they might say I mean they might say a few things here and there to kind of yeah, to kind of um, you know to as a ruse, but. China is mostly on the side of Russia in this conflict. China is China. Um, China is also looking at taking over Taiwan, um, and they and and they're looking for support from Russia to do to do that. So China and Russia are actually pretty uh, pretty tight. I'll have to, I mean, I'll have to double check and see what it was, but they were definitely imposing sanctions against Russian oil companies because of their. Uh, this is what I I know, was, I know the U like uh, like I know I know the U.S. has imposed them, but I'm saying China. That's what I'm saying today. I seen that China was mm-hmm. also doing that. Yeah, I that might be. I'm not. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but what I'm saying is that might be a 
kind of a a, P, a, a PR stunt by China. Yeah, that might be um that might be more of a that that might that might that might be more of a PR stunt kind of a um you know a, yeah a ruse uh by China but we should but we shall see. Um and then I just seen Ukraine and Russia tentatively agree to save quarters. In this situation only time will tell, but obviously we both agree, and hopefully our listeners agree that the take shouldn't be Putin is cool. That shouldn't that shouldn't be the take. Yeah, because like, not that I see this, but I mean, I've seen. I can imagine people are like down with NATO, down with blah 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 blah. Go Putin, you know what I'm saying? That's not the take. If you're invading another, whether or not you believe land is yours or not, if another human being is living there and you're just deciding you're going to take it and you're going to bomb innocent human beings, innocent children, innocent women, you are a terrible fucking human being and you deserve to rot in hell. So that I hope that's where Putin's going. Yeah. That being that being said, I don't. Again, I don't think. Deleting Russian teams from FIFA is the answer. Removing Russian teams from video games, or or dumping out Russian vodka. Yeah, or yeah. dumping out Russian vodka. Yeah, uh, like I, I mean, appeal to the Russian citizens, but I mean, videos are already circulating of them protesting in their cities. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Like it's not like the Russian people, by a grand margin, are okay with this. Like, yes, let's take back Ukraine. It's rightfully ours. Literally, some of them have relatives over there, so yeah. it's like. No, they, some of them, none of I don't, other than Putin, who wants this? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, yeah, I know. Day to day, Russians really need the U, like they want the Ukraine. Like this isn't, we're not in the 40s anymore. You know what I'm saying? I also wonder if Putin was was, I mean, he may he he, he may have done this regardless, uh, but but I wonder if he was kind of encouraged by. The lack of strong leadership in the White House. See, I don't think because and, I, I get I and, get your point. Okay, and, go ahead. But and, yeah. and and here's why, and here's why I say that um, because I I think that I mean as much as I personally don't want America to be the world's policeman, you know, you know this idea that we need to. Uh, get ourselves involved in everything. I I I do I do think there's an undeniable reality that America is seen as as one of the foremost you know glo- uh, global powers, and the level of competency in their leadership. Uh, I mean, the level of competency in the in the White House has an impact on what. Foreign foreign leaders think of the United States, and what foreign dictators think they can get away with, while certain people are 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 in the White House. I there there are some there are some aspects of Trump that I don't like, but I think that Trump was so unpredictable and so un unhinged in some ways. You know, the, some of the crazy things he would say that 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 I think I think that actually kind of deterred Putin it's like I I because it let's be real it's it's very easy to read president Biden and and know that he and know that you know and know that he is not going to uh, at least at the beginning anyway 
he didn't really want to do anything that that was going to damage Russia. Now everybody's now everybody's agreeing to these sanctions, you know. But 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 at the but at the beginning, uh, President Biden was was very kind of qu- quiet about it, and I and I think I I think I think Putin knows that. It, had it been Trump, I, I mean, the the reaction would have been very different. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree that he may have seen an opportunity, but I don't think Trump being office would have necessarily stopped this. One, one, and my Putin and Trump were boys, so it's not like Putin would have been terrified of Trump per se. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Trump again to what I was saying earlier. Trump might have been like, we're not going, like, we're going to. Trump just would have been able to say say things that were more comprehensible than how Biden is saying things. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily think that Putin would have been scared to do it because of Trump. And also my reasoning for that is, one, because Putin and Trump were boys. And if they weren't boys, they acted like boys. So that's even more sketchy. That was a front. On top of that, it's not like we – we all we all agree pretty much that Biden's not running the military. He's too he's not there. You know what I'm saying? Or at least like in the conspiracy yeah, realm of yeah, things, people correct. don't believe he's running the military. Correct. Yeah. So I don't think Russian intelligence is saying, "Hey, the military is weak right now." I don't think that's the intelligence that Putin got. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yes, but yes, I agree 100. percent Biden is a weaker leader visually than Trump, and I would agree that physically and and factually, he is a weaker leader than Trump. I would agree with that. But I don't think it, – it's not like the military changed overnight. It's not like we got rid of all of our nukes overnight. And again, to my point, I don't think Biden's running the military. Well, so I don't think I don't think Putin's intelligence was like there's a weakness. We can do this now. I think he was going to do it anyways. It was just a matter of when he decided he was going to do it. I, I, will say, I, I will say that while while – while I agree that, while I agree that you know, I'm sure our you know our nuclear stockpile or our weapons didn't change, you know, from from administration to administration. I do I do think there's something to be said about. I mean, under the under and I and I I can get examples, but under this administration specifically, you are seeing more and more. More and more ads, more and more, more, more and more promotion of the of the idea that, quite frankly, this military under this administration is more, is more focused on the you know the kind of diversity, equity, and inclusion stuff than than the um, than 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 actual uh, um, military prepar- uh, preparedness. And I, I just, I just don't, and th- that is something that has changed from 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 administration to administration, and and I just. And so I, you think you think you think the military right now is weaker than what it was a year ago? I, I we do, have less capabilities than what we had a year ago under Trump. I I do. I think I think the military is less focused on actual physical 
Militant. So, so the I'm, and Peter, this is I mean I'm not disagreeing with you that the focus isn't there, but just because the focus isn't there doesn't mean that like so Putin so Putin saw that oh their focus isn't on military strength, so this is the time to invade rather than waiting until they weren't strong enough to invade. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, well I mean. I- I mean, because it's not like it's not like the U.S. military isn't able to do whatever we want with like, I get what you're saying. Like, yes, they're pussifying the military in quotations. Yeah. But it's not completely pussified. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not nearly to what the point you would think he would want it to be to do this. That's my point. But I and. You know, like no, I get no, what you're saying. It's heading. It's heading there, but it's not like we have. Tr- it's not like there's trans generals running the military. You know what I'm saying? Give it a couple months, but okay. Um, but the, I, Peter, that's my point. Is it's that's not where it's at, though. I, but my I, I understand. But my point is that the plus with his plus plus with his citizens already turning against him. Like I don't. I don't think that his. I don't. I don't think he was thinking about whether the U.S. military was strong or not. Or I don't think his concern is. I think he was going to do this wh- whether Trump was in office or not. That's yeah. I just mil, mil, military. I, I it agree. has it has parts to play with it. Like I mean, Trump literally bombed a guy, but again, Trump and Putin met person to person. Like yeah. I, it's not like Putin was scared of Trump. Trump would have just been like, "We're gonna." And we're going to do sanctions. That's what he would have said. But he would have said it in yeah. a more harsher way yeah, well, than what Biden's putting it. Yeah. I, none, of, none of us, and I, I think quite, quite frankly, I think there are a lot of people within the, within the higher levels of the Russian government who don't even know exactly what Putin, Putin's, is, yeah. what Putin is thinking. So I don't, none of us, none of us know exactly what Putin's um, ideas are what, what, what his Pu- goal is. Yeah, what Putin's thought process was, but I think, I think when it comes to foreign policy and when it comes to the military, it's a it's a it's a lot about it's a, it's a lot about pers- perception. It's a lot about perception of strength. It's a lot about yeah, looking fair, looking like. Fair. The, Looking like the schoolyard bully who's going to take someone's lunch money. That is, that with, is art of war. That's art of without, war one Without actually, without yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. So I mean, no, uh, I get what you're saying. So I get I, what you're saying. I, I so I'd, I I'm not I'm not going to say that that 100 percent of this of this um, of this invasion had to do with with um, with Biden being president and with Trump not being president, but. I would, yeah, I would agree that it's not a good. I mean, Biden being the president in this situation is probably the worst you could possibly have it. <laughs> yeah, and with that, let's. Uh, should we get to the? Should we get to Yo, the state of yeah. the union? Speaking of that, we got some clips for you guys. Yeah. So this uh, is to Peter's point. This is the person that is leading us in times like this. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, okay. Before we get into this, I just want to make this quick point. About the second, the Second Amendment. I know, I know, a bunch of our liberal listeners are going to hate us for this, but think about: aren't you the Ukrainians are pretty happy they got some guns now, huh? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, imagine if we imagine if that was America. Yeah. Ain't no Russian troops flying in like the Red Dawn, my dog. Not up in here. Yeah. Imagine, I, imagine, imagine 
Putin trying to invade Texas. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Good uh, luck, dude. That motherfucker's got tanks and basements there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you would do the military. The U.S. military would have a harder time invading its own country. <laughs> when it comes to countries, you know, turn, turning on turning on their own people, I think uh, I think a, a lot of, a, a lot that depends on you know whether whether that could or could not happen is is kind of dependent on the kind of kind of the 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 thought process of the people of that country like in other words it's 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 much easier uh, and I just want to go on this little t- tangent before we play Joe Biden it's much easier for a place like North Korea to get their military to do horrible things to their people then, then it would be for you know for the for the United States to turn on its people, and the reason I say that is because it, it is because like in a in a country like North Korea, they don't know anything else. Like like they don't have a concept of freedom, and so and so that's why you know when I hear people when I hear people say that the government's gonna. You know the government's gonna come after our guns. Um, I, I, I say to myself, I mean, no matter how bad it gets, this this country still has a general, like, a general ethos of freedom that a lot of horrible countries don't have, mm-hmm. and so and so that's why I think if push came to shove, even like the mil- the military would say. No, I'm no, I'm I'm not doing that to my fellow citizens. Yeah, no, you know. I, yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. That's and that's like what makes America America. America, yes. America, America. Yeah, but yeah, happy <laughs> happy to have the Second Amendment now. Even I'm gonna start buying some guns just because of this. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I I'm 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 a decent shot. I've done some. I mean, I've done. Yeah, I'm a I'm a pretty good shot. I've done some shooting. I just don't own any guns. Yeah, I I should, I I've, th- I've at th- least a shotgun though. I definitely want a hunting rifle, um, and maybe a pistol. I don't really I don't really need a pistol though. You know what I'm saying? Like if I got the hunting rifle, I got the shotgun. That's yeah, should be good enough. Right, but so. I might take a pistol just to have on um, me. I mean, like I'm. This is my thing. Yep. I'm not a killer, and I don't think I would ever in a situation pull my gun even if a gun was pulled on me so that's why i don't ever think now if someone was going to kill morgan then i would pull a gun you, you see what i'm saying i don't well, know if well, i could you, pull a gun and shoot you better you better you better say that she, she's gonna yeah. i'm, I'm... <laughs> yeah you better say that yeah good point but yeah if someone if someone had a gun like if someone was threatening morgan i would kill them in a second but if someone was threatening to kill me i would be like just shoot me dog just like I mean, jokingly, but not like I. I'm not scared to die. Let's just put it that way. I'm not suicidal. I'm not terrified to death, and I think I could convince someone to not shoot me. I think. Well, I I would just talk them through it. Or if they shot, like if someone, this is my whole point. If someone's going to shoot you, they're going to shoot you. If they're if they're going and having a hard time, then you can convince them that this is the bad idea. Well, I'm. Well, the only way I'm. For me, I'm gonna convince somebody not to shoot me by by being a faster trigger finger <laughs> by shooting them faster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I just, 
I just don't know what would come of me killing someone. You know, I just don't know, and I don't want to know. Well, so I won't ever know. There's such a thing as shooting to injure. You know, oh, that's a good point, Peter. That's a good point. You shoot at the leg. Yeah. Not at the head. Yeah. Not at the heart. Yeah. I mean, Not at the heart. <laughs> there, there are. I mean, there are way. There are ways to shoot to injure. You know. Yeah. You got the shotgun. You just load that bitch though, and they take off. <laughs> Okay, so how do you want to transition? To- <laughs> okay, well, we were we had the perfect transition, and now here we are. <laughs> I'm sorry I fucked up the show, guys, but listen, leadership, like Peter was saying, I, um, like to my point, I don't know necessarily if it was different, if it would be different if Trump was president or Biden was president, but I agree that strong leadership is important, especially when it comes to the art of war side of things, where you, when you're weak, look strong, when you're strong, look weak. Yeah. So, to Peter's point, we have some weak-ass leadership yeah. in the White House, so I, I hope the military is strong. I'm going to start with a montage of President Biden screwing up a lot throughout his throughout his State of the Union speech. Here we go. Because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a, 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 a vaccine. The vaccine can stop the spread. It's time to see the, the what used to be called the Rust Belt become... The, the, the home of, of, of a significant resurgence of manufacturing. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Preventing Russia's central bank from defending the Russian ruble. ruble. That's bad. Yeah, that That's was... Just, uh, yeah, yeah that, that was... The Iranian people. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the... The, the United Ar- States stands with the Iranian people, I'm sure... First of all, if anyone's being bombed in the Ukraine, I'm sure the last thing they're looking at is Biden's State of the Union speech. But if they happen to, God damn, I would feel awful that he did not know where the fuck I am. Yeah. So, anyway, so that's that's so that's how that's how it's that's how it started. Um, so the, the, there there's there's also a lie that the vaccine doesn't the, doesn't the the vaccine stops the spread. A lie. Yeah, well, not not just a gaffe by Biden there, a lie. Yeah, and it, uh, anyway, proven so, by I mean, like literally, like it's not even a yeah. question at this point, and he just blatted that out up there as if, yep, uh, like it's amazing to me that yep. people. It's amazing to me. To be fair, I understand why people believe believed it all before and went with all the stuff before. Yeah. I was I was dumbfounded by it, but I understood it. I'm dumbfounded. Still, as to yeah. how Biden is saying this shit, knowing yeah. that people know what they know now, and he's still trying to push it. But yep. again, I was, I was dumbfounded before by it. It's just amazing yeah. to me that he's that he's just still saying that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, how how can you? Granted, he's old, like he's got dementia, bro. He's got dementia. I'll give it to him. He's got dementia. The dude's sick. Yeah, um, it's sad. Let's let's continue here. Um, going th- going through some of the clips from Joe Biden's state of State of the Union, or at least his attempt to give a State of the Union, a false State of the a false State of the Union, as we'll get to later. Last year, COVID nineteen oh. kept us apart. This year, we're finally together again. Okay, that is that is that the reason I say that is a lie is because. COVID-19 did not keep us apart. The only thing that kept us apart was government policy. Exactly, Peter. Uh, I could... 
I could not have said that any better. Continue. COVID-19 did not keep us apart. The only thing that kept us apart was government policy and how government decided to react to COVID-19. Exactly. Okay. Yep. And, and, and... Well, okay, I I agree with you, but not just government. It wasn't just the government. It was the government reacting to it that created a reaction. It was a chain reaction. The government reacted to it, which created corporations to react, which created people to react. Um, but it started with the government. Yeah. 100%. You know, we now, we now live in a world of the clean and the unclean. You know. But it's not like it's not like the government was going around forcing people. You know what I'm saying? They weren't absolutely 100% forcing you to do stuff. Although some parts, I was taller than Morgan. This there were curfews past like 10 o'clock. You were getting like tickets. Yep. You were you were supposed to have like work passes at one point. This is yep. literally where we were in America at one I, point in I, our lives. I remember that. Yep. I remember, I, yeah, because I was like, dude, I can't even. I don't even take my dog for walks. But if I wanted to, I can't take my dog for a walk. Past 10 o'clock at night? What? Yeah. I was um, dumbfounded. I mean, okay. Still am, but continue. I remember, I remember at, uh, I remember at, at WJCU, they gave us, for those people that would be working late at night at WJCU, mm-hmm. they gave us like a, like an, like an official document from the FCC saying that radio is an essential. Oh yeah, you had to have like the essential workers thing. Yeah, r- yeah. R- radio, radio is an essential job, so that we, if we got pulled over from the curfew. Yeah, like, literally. Yeah, I had to. I had to have one too. Yeah, Cra- dude. It's dude. That is not. That's it's scary that the. I hope it never goes back to that, bro. It's scary that it even got to that point. Think yeah. about it. It's scary that they could even that they were even tricky enough to pull that on us, bro. Going on this list of. Uh, of clips from Joe Biden's State of the State of the Union this week because there was a lot of ridiculous crap. Let's see what this soundbite is. Let me be clear: our forces are not engaged and will not engage in the conflict with Russian forces in Ukraine. Our forces are not going to Europe to fight Ukraine, but to defend our NATO allies in the event that Putin decides to keep moving west. And as I've made crystal clear. The United States and our allies will defend every inch of territory that is NATO territory with the full force of our collective power. Why is our why is it our responsibility to defend every inch of quote unquote Na- NATO yeah. NATO territory? Because NATO is such a what yeah. Like I mean what is what is the United not to be selfish. I understand injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Putin should not be invading the Ukraine, but the Ukrainian people obviously are fighting back. You know what I'm saying? What answer is not to not do anything, but it's like should Amer- American citizens and American children and boys and girls should not die on foreign soil because of our allies' incapability of defending themselves. NATO member states. So 1949, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Iceland, Italy, Luxembourg. Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, United Kingdom, United States. 1952, Greece and Turkey joined. 1955, Germany joined. 1982, Spain. 99, Czech Republic, Hungary, Poland. 2004, Bulgaria, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania, Slovakia, Slovenia. 2009, Albania, Croatia. 2013, Montenegro. 2020, North Macedonia. 
Okay, so my and partner countries are Armenia, Austria, Azerbaijan, Belarus, my, my Bosnia. Point, Russia is a partner country, basically. Right. My my point my point in having you read all those is the list of NATO countries changes. Yeah. The, the I mean, and partner countries, by the way, yeah, like Ukraine, Czech Republic. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I, I mean so, and and. We and we sign this agreement that if a country attacks any of those countries, we have to send troops. We yes, like and it's just yeah, American born, raised, fed children, boys and girls going to die for for Azerbaijan. For, for two of these countries in here in this group fighting, these groups are supposed to not fight each other. Two of them are fighting each other, so we're gonna go. Well, no, no, no. What it is. What it is is if any one of those countries gets invaded, so then we defend it. Yeah, if any, okay. it's so, not. It's not. It's not if one of those countries is 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 fighting another one. It's well. That's what I'm. It, well, it, that's what I'm saying. Well, what, I, what I'm. What I I'm, just put it in a different terms. What I get what I, you're what, saying. What, we only go to the aid of a of a country that's being invaded. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. in broader terms, that two of the groups in this thing are fighting. Yeah. So we are we're breaking up the fight. In and I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. Technically we can't help anyone unless the country's being invaded. I'm saying basically we are an older brother breaking up the fight between two little brothers because we're all in this group together. Yep. And 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 we are And we're going to send American citizens to go die for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, it That isn't that's not the answer. And to again like Trump and this is people's thing with Trump is like he was anti-NATO, but I don't think that Trump would have been like, you know what I'm saying? I don't think his, I don't think he would have been like, we're not sending troops. Maybe. May, well, it's a possibility. It's, I'm not going to say it's impossible, but I, it's, yeah, you know, I, I just don't. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe if the, maybe if the 2020 election was counted correctly, we would have found out. Uh, but but no, so, my point to that, uh, no. Peter, is if. Is if it wasn't ever counter correctly and it wasn't ever going and like we're not going to ever fix it, then how do we ever trust any election ever again? Yeah, I would. I and was, what would what's Trump's point of even running in twenty twenty? Why would he? Twenty twenty four. Yeah, twenty twenty four. If he thinks he lost, why is he even going to try to run again? You know what I'm saying? Like if he thinks it's rigged, if it was rigged that he lost and he's going to like, is it rigged then? Because you're running again. Because I, 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 you get, you know me. I thought it was rigged too. hundred. I mean, it was rigged. You know what I'm saying? But like, if it is rigged, why is he going to run again and not even pallets like, full of ballots? Yeah, <laughs> pallets that? full of ballots. Remember that song that was the like, banger, the banger. Remember that song? That yeah. Was, yeah. Back, back. To, I don't. We don't think. I don't think sending American troops to defend. I get, I I understand that injustice anywhere is a threat to justice anywhere, but to send our own women and children to die in a foreign country, again, these two countries are supposed to be getting along. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't make logical sense to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. All right. So let me, let me continue through, because, uh, because I've got quite a few here. Let me continue. Yep. Through the president's State of the Union, this is one. Th- this is one thing I hate about the State of the Union in general. I think the State of the Union is a. It, it's an outdated, kind of just. It, it's a. It's a ridiculous thing. I, I, literally, literally, we send the president of the United States in front of the elected members of Congress, and those people get up and clap f- for the president. 
And literally all the State of the Union has to be constitutionally is a letter outlining the 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 actual State of the Union. So, but this is one of the things I hate about things like the State of the Union, where it's just these, these kind of these these kinds of platitudes. Let each of us, if you're able to stand, stand and send an unmistakable signal to the world. Thank you. Yes. We, the United States of America, stand with the Ukrainian people. I mean, I I have no problem. I have no problem with that sentiment, but I just, but just in terms of the whole State of the Union thing where everybody gets up and claps every two sentences. The whole yeah, I wonder. I wonder if people would have clapped if they didn't like have to when he said we're going to send U.S. troops to defend every inch of NATO territory, and people were like, yeah. oh, "I disagree with that, but I have to clap." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. So it's kind. Of, it's kind of awkward. Let me let me con- let me continue to play. Let me continue to find these. Putin's latest attack on Ukraine was premeditated and totally unprovoked. He rejected repeated, repeated efforts at diplomacy. He thought the West and NATO wouldn't respond. He thought he could divide us at home in this chamber and this nation. He thought he could divide us in Europe as well. But Putin was wrong. We are ready. We are united, and that's what we did. We stayed united. We prepared extensively and carefully. That that first part is is nice, but to say... That we that we prepared, no, they really didn't. They just kind of re- reacted, um, and um, and and again, I think Putin honestly didn't think that the West was going to do anything. Um, now, luckily, so far in terms of sanctions, they proved him wrong. But I think I think I think one of the reasons this happened is because Putin honestly believed with that with that you know. With a guy, with a guy in the White House who who is eighty, you know, who is eighty years old and and looks like your grandpa, that's not gonna make it make someone think twice. Like, ooh, maybe the United States is gonna come. Maybe the United States is gonna come after me if, if I invade. You know, it's just like, nope, I can walk all over these people. You know. So all of a sudden, Joe Biden is against defunding the police. By the way, did you know that? Yeah, no, I did not know that, but... Proven strategies like community violence interruption, trusted messengers breaking the cycle of violence and trauma, and giving young people some hope. We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police. It's to fund the police. (laughs) That's right, someone said. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hold on. Yeah, so... What? Did they not run their whole campaign on defund the police? Yeah. Let me let me let me play that one. That's insane. Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't you didn't hear I that mean, from okay, the speech? I, I agree. Don't defund the police. Fund the police. I agree with that. But are like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. The, do people have no? Granted, Peter, we were telling liberals that this is what was going to happen yeah. from the very beginning. Let me, let me play this one more but, time. Let me play this one more time. Proven strategies like community violence interruption, trusted messengers breaking the cycle of violence and trauma, and giving young people some hope. We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police. It's to fund the police. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm glad How you... How do you go from young people to funding the police? <laughs> uh, well, I guess it, it is a clip, so we won't you well, don't have to worry about that. I, but. I, 
Well, no, no, he was, he was, no, he was talking, he was talking about, um, he he was, he was talking about ways to prevent young people from getting into crime. Oh, okay. So he was saying young, young people, you know. It shouldn't, they shouldn't be saying defund the police, they should be saying fund the police. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so that was. That'll be the day. So that was, so that was breaking news. Uh, the Democrat Party all of a sudden is, is, is in favor of. Of funding the funding police. The police, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing how bad poll. It's amazing how bad poll numbers and and and, and bad opt and and bad optics have an impact on that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, so that so that was breaking news. The Democrat Party is now in favor of funding police. G- good to know. He was talking about COVID and the impact and the impact on children of COVID, and this was just. So enraging because again, it's all because of government policy. I mean, it was all government policy when it came to COVID. It wasn't necessarily the impact of COVID itself, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. So, so, so this kind of thing was frustrating. Children were also struggling before the pandemic: bullying, violence, trauma, and the harms of social media. As Francis Haugen who is here tonight with us, has shown we must hold social media platforms accountable for the national experiment they're conducting on our children for profit. Okay, well, that's the only thing I agree with. If there's one thing I agree with uh, Joe Biden on in that speech, and that that was a slightly wrong clip that I just played, but if there's one thing I agree with Joe Biden on, is that we need to hold social media accountable? Can you, replay, can you replay that again? Children were also struggling before the pandemic. Bullying, violence, trauma, and the harms of social media. As Francis Haugen, who is here tonight with us, has shown, we must hold social media platforms accountable for the national experiment they're conducting on our children for profit. I don't disagree with that, but I know that Biden knows damn well that the government had a hand in doing that. That's, that's absolutely. The only, that's absolutely. the only thing that I don't disagree with him. That yeah, that social media should be held accountable. But I know that the government set them to it, so it's like yep. it's a catch twenty two. Our schools are open. Let's keep it that way. Our kids need to be in school. Seventy five percent of adult seventy five percent of adult Americans fully vaccinated, and hospitalizations down by seventy seven percent. Most Americans can remove their masks and stay in the classroom and move forward safely. Why the hell did it take him this long to get there? You know what I mean? No, yeah, I agree. Play it again. Now you say this? Our schools are open. Let's keep it that way. Our kids need to be in school. With 75% of adult adult Americans fully vaccinated and hospitalizations down by 77%, most Americans can remove their masks and stay in the classroom and move forward safely. All Joe, what the f- like, the fuck are we still doing? Yeah. Also, I know. Did I'm pretty sure he contradict. Like, at one point, didn't he say there were like over millions of Americans vaccinated? That was like 99. It was like a ridiculous number. So it was like more than the U.S. population was po- yeah. was vaccinated. Yep. But now only 75. percent Yep. So, which is still like, what was the goal they were trying to get to? Wasn't it like 75 percent something? Yeah. Like that, somewhere around there. Yeah. So anyway, um. So yeah, I'm as you can see, I'm just kind of hunting and pecking a little bit, but I've got a bunch of clips here. 
that are that are topical. Let me keep moving through these. My plan will not only lower costs and give families a fair shot. Oh, okay, he's he's talking about his his economy now. You know how great his 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 economy has been. You know, with inflation, mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. his his outstanding economy. My plan will not only lower costs and give families a fair shot; it will lower the deficit. The previous administration not only ballooned the deficit with those tax cuts for the very wealthy and corporations, it undermined the watchdogs, the job of those to keep pandemic relief funds being wasted. Remember, we had those debates about whether or not those watchdogs should be able to see every day how much money was being spent, where was it going to the right place? Coming to my administration, the watchdogs are back. But Joe, what the fuck are we talking about here, dude? <clears throat> My we're talking about a fucking neighborhood watch. Than... What are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll pl- I'll play it one more time. Baywatch. My plan will not only lower costs and give families a fair shot; it will lower the deficit. The previous administration not only ballooned the deficit with those tax cuts for the very wealthy and corporations, it undermined the watchdogs, the job of those to keep pandemic relief funds being wasted. Remember, we had those debates. But whether or not those watchdogs should be able to see every day how much money was being spent, where was it going to the right place? Coming to my administration, the watchdogs are back. Someone was supposed to be watching data. I, I kind of remember what the, he's talking the about na- now. The national the national debt, by the way, is now over thirty trillion. Yeah. And Someone inflation. Watching that. And inflation is through the roof. As you, you know, the cost of everything is up. Yeah, but it's it's always been like that, my dude. Not always, I guess. Per I, se, but I mean, yeah, no, I, not I mean, always. But but the the level it's gotten worse. the 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 rate of inflation has gone through the has gone through the roof, and it and and a lot of it was because here's some basic math: when the government spends way too much money. They put more dollars in circulation. That means that the value of the money drops, which means the prices raise, which which means inflation is another form of a tax. You know, in, yeah. inflation just makes it hard, and and inflation for the most part, with with very few exceptions, is unnecessary because it is a result of government spending policy and the government. And the government decided that they needed to send checks to every, you know, the the government decided they needed to send checks to every single American, whether you lost your job because of the pandemic or not, and and so they just sent out all those checks. And to be fair, Peter, uh, we got to be fair here. Trump signed some of those checks. You're, first, you're correct. The, batch, the first batch that went out, Trump signed them. He's supposed to be the businessman. This was a this was this was this was a this was a bipartisan fit a yes. a, a bipartisan failure in in response to COVID. I just want us to but stay. I I will also I will also say regardless of what you think of the vaccine and I know what you think of the vaccine mm-hmm. and and we don't have to go through and we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. But especially when you have a vaccine and and people. And people know the you know and and know the risk level of of COVID. For the government to continue 
with these policies of masks and shutting down businesses. Yes, you can say there's there's an original sin of sending people the money in the first place, but then to continue that, but then to, but but then to continue that mistake, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. It's like, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta stop, you gotta stop with the addiction at some point. Under my plan, nobody, let me say this again, nobody earning less than $400,000 a year will pay an additional penny in new taxes. Not a single penny. Okay, that is, that is not true. That, that That is just simply not true because when the government spends as much money as it has spent over the last two and a half to three years, you have to raise taxes on everyone. That's just a fact of life. So that is not true. I may be wrong. Yes, you are. Go ahead, Biden. Yes, you are wrong, but go ahead. I may be wrong. But my guess is if we took a secret ballot in this floor, that we'd all agree that the present tax system ain't fair. We have to fix it. I'm not looking to punish anybody. Well, let's make corporations and wealthy Americans start paying their fair share. That's why I propose closing loopholes for the very wealthy who don't pay who pay a lower tax rate than a teacher and a firefighter. First of all, just just as a factual matter, that is that is not that is not the rich don't pay their fair share has been a you know a common refrain for many many years. If you were to take net taxes, meaning by by net taxes, I mean the amount of money that you pay in taxes minus the 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 ser- the the services that you receive from the government. The rich people pay nearly all net taxes in this country. When I hear people say the rich don't pay their fair share, I mean it's a, it's a nice it's a nice slogan, but the thing the thing you never hear people say is what is that percentage, right? I, and I, that's like the whole argument to minimum wage. You know what I'm saying? Increase minimum wage. They're going to ask for more yep. to be done. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way it goes. The answer, the way, and my belief is that it's modern day slavery is what it boils down to. And to break out of that, you got to be your own boss in whatever field that is, in my opinion. And that's capitalism, baby. You know what I'm saying? That's the beauty of capitalism is your ability to get out of that cycle. In communism, you're just stuck in that cycle. Forever, you're not good luck. You're not breaking out the cycle because the top man isn't a capitalist. You know what I'm saying? The top man is the government. Yeah, the government is the top man in that situation. So it's like, like I said, you can't break out of it because it's the government deciding you're getting paid this much, you're working this job, and this is what you have to eat. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. And in capitalism, there's a bracket that you're in, but you can break out of that bracket if yep. you're stingy enough and willing to struggle with your money a little bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and, and there's and, wiggle room in capitalism. Even when it comes to people that are on that are on hard times or need help, okay? Um, the fact is, it has never been easier to rally a community together to help someone. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I 100% agree. And, Go fund me, um, crowdfund. Yeah, yeah, and, and so, and so, you know, and so one of the knocks of conservatives you hear all the time is they don't care about people that, that are struggling. One of the things, one of the points I want to make about conservatives is, generally speaking, obviously this doesn't apply to every, every single conservative, but mm-hmm. but generally speaking, conservatives simply believe 
that the government is not the the most effective tool to assist helping people. Yeah. yeah. In my in my experience, conservatives from and the conservatives that I have personally known in my immediate family and in my town around me that people that I've come to know personally and again this isn't every conservative because some conservatives tend to be like get off my not get off my lawn but like yeah they're they're secluded they like to be alone you know what I'm saying which is a, not a bad thing but they're very much like I got fresh eggs from the farm you want some you know what I'm saying like yeah your family's my family type of deal and that's not that liberals don't have that I'm, this isn't a knock on liberals but from my experience it's been more conservatives that are like that right for more than two years, COVID has impacted every decision in our lives and the life of this nation. And I know you're tired, frustrated, and exhausted. That doesn't even count the close to a million people who sit at a dining room table or a kitchen table and look at an empty chair because they lost somebody. But I also know this. Because of the progress we've made, because of your resilience and the tools that we have been provided by this Congress. Tonight, I can say we're moving forward safely back to a no, norm, more normal routines. No, Joe Biden, we are moving forward despite you, not because of you. Joe Biden, this country is moving forward despite you, not because of you. Yeah, no, 100%. And I, it doesn't matter... This country was going to reach a point anyways in this pandemic where it was going to move on without the government. Yeah. It was just a matter of yep. how long it was going to take for people to realize it and get organized and stuff. But I'm curious to see where this country goes in the next 10 years because yep. of this. Because people like me, these policies, I wouldn't say scared us, but I would say they awakened us to not wanting anyone to have to rely on anyone for anything in any situation. And I know yeah. for a fact there's a lot more people like me that are a lot smarter than me already starting their own shit. So, yeah. so again, yeah. I'm curious to see where this takes us in 10 years. Not yeah. that it's a good thing or a, not that it's a good thing, yeah. but curious, very curious. Yeah, and let me let me see what else I have. One way to fight inflation is to drive down wages and make Americans poor. I think I have a better idea to fight inflation. Lower your costs, not your wages. That means make more cars and semiconductors in America. More infrastructure and innovation in America. Economists call this increasing the productive capacity of our economy. economy. I call it building a better America. Sounds like a Trump policy. Yeah, I was going to say, who does that sound like? (laughs) <laughs> this sounds like the person they voted to get out the office. I know. Um, <laughs> lower your costs, not your wages. But what, but what Biden and other Democrats don't realize is that in a business, labor is one of your major costs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, they, they don't even realize that labor is a cost, um, which, is, which, is, which is pretty ridiculous. Well, I think I have just a couple more here. Let me see. Let's use this moment to reset. So stop looking at COVID as a partisan dividing line. See it for what it is. A god-awful disease. Let's stop seeing each other as enemies. And start seeing each other for who we are. Fellow Americans. We can't change how divided we've been. There's a long time in coming. But we can change how to move forward. 
on COVID-19 and other issues that we must face together. My response to that, I don't mind the, I, I don't mind the message, but coming from that messenger, we're not, we, let's come together, but let's still enforce all of these vaccine mandates that have driven us apart. Yeah, I, coming from that messenger, I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't. If you want it, you can come here, Biden. You can, you can come here. Yeah. About that. Um, and and to that and to that point to that end, um, I want to I want to play, I want to play some play something else because right after talking about unity, he talked about how how Republicans are racist. The most fundamental right in America is the right to vote and have it counted. And look, it's under assault. In state after state, new laws have been passed. Not only to suppress the vote, we've been there before, but to subvert the entire election. We can't let this happen. He's talking about gerrymandering, right? But no, he no, he was he was saying that and I've got other I've got other clips too, but he was saying that Republican states have been um suppressing the African American vote with things like voter ID voter ID laws. Um but the Democrats have systemically been blocking right. African Americans into Democratic blocks for them to gerrymander. Right. Let me let me let me see if I can find one more. We oh, will save on. democracy. Hold on. As hard as those times have been, I'm more optimistic about America today than I've been my whole life. Because I see the future that's within our grasp. We are stronger today than we were a year ago. And we'll be stronger a year from now. Than we are today. This is our moment to meet and overcome the challenges of our time. And we will, as one people, one America, the United States of America. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that at the end of his speech, he said, go get him, too? No. This this was kind of funny. Uh, hold, uh. And fourth and last. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, he had to say the things that all presidents say at the State of the Union. Let's eradicate cancer. And fourth and last, let's end cancer as we know it. Yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, all those pro-cancer people out there, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, think about all those pro-cancer Republicans out there, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, don't get me cancer's wrong. Cancer's just great. Don't get me wrong. Eradicating cancer is a great goal, but it's just kind of. And right after this, we have a we have an ad sponsored by cancer. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, so here here we go. Here's one more. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. Go, go get him. Go get him. God go bless you guys. all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Go get them, guys. Go on, get them, guys. Imagine. Imagine if when they stormed the beaches at Normandy. If that's the last. Um, it's not funny, but it's. Go get them, boys. Proven strategies. Like oh, God bless you all. And may God protect God our troops. A lot of Thank you. Go get them, boys. Go get him. <laughs> Colonel, there's a lot of chopper fire. Lieutenant just lost his legs. Go get him, boys. <laughs> Good damn, dude. No, no, I can't. 
I can't, dude. It's yeah. So it's a we live in a comedy movie, Peter. We live in yeah. a comedy movie. That was that was basically an entire an entire rundown of the entire State of the Union. <laughs> yeah, that's. I played a lot, but um, yeah, there you go. Um, and we've been amazing to me. Yeah. So yeah. So he. So in other words, he said he wants unity, but also Republicans are racist. That are trying to su- suppress the vote. Um, yeah. So. But also, we got to keep these vaccine mandates in in che- in in yep. line too. Yeah. Because they haven't caused a division at all. Correct. Um. So, in case you needed confirmation that Joe Biden is delusional, <laughs> we've been thinking that though. This is how many years into it, and Joe Biden is still delusional. The fact that he's still alive is amazing to me. I thought for sure that motherfucker would be dead by now. Yep. I didn't think he was going to make it to the election, bro. And here we are. Human advancement is amazing <laughs> to the point where we have, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I would like, I mean, just once, I mean, I, I, I would like to take the, the average age of a president of the United States below 77. Obama was the one exception. He was 40 something, but. I mean, you had Hillary running, you know, it's like... Yeah, we definitely need to get... we And we need to stop these lifetime term politicians for sure. There needs to be a cap limit on how long you can be in there. And we need to stop with these fucking... What do they call it? Boosters. These people... What do they call it? Lobbyists. We need to stop with the lobbying. And on today's segment of Jay and Pete Hit the Streets... Peter has a story for That's correct. I do. And I'm st- I'm still hoping to go to um sh- uh, Chicago and Miami. I think I'm going to I think I'm I I think I'm going to end up doing that if uh if anyone if anyone wants to if anyone wants to help with that, they can by um um I, I have a I I have a I have a crowdfund Available, which which you've uh, which you've shared on, which you've Facebook, shared on, yeah. yeah, which you've shared on Facebook, uh, and I'm I'm also going to be posting a, a ton of pictures from 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 all my trips from 2021 because I have a, a lot of trips. Um, That'd be dope. I'm I have I have a t- I have a ton of pictures from all my trips from the from the uh, from the from the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun when I was on the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. Um, I, uh, I I don't plan on returning to uh, San Francisco. I don't plan on um, ret- returning to the home of Nancy Pelosi anytime soon. Uh, but uh, but I but I did enjoy my time in San Francisco, even though I did see people literally crapping on the streets. <laughs> Um, You've seen people crapping on the streets. Yes, that's insane. That's a dirty city, my dude. Is, that, is this the first time you've seen people shitting on the streets? Yes, it is. And um, how many people did you see shitting on the street in San Francisco? Just one? Uh, I think. It was, or was it more than one person in different areas of the city? More than one. Per- I mean, I saw like three or four. Okay, so it's a common thing in that city that they literally just shit on the side. Like what? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I felt. I felt kind of strange actually going to the bathroom in a bathroom 
because because it's just such a because in because in in San Francisco that's not something you do. <laughs> yeah, you just shit in the street like the old days. Yeah. Uh, so um, yes. So I mean, I don't plan on traveling anywhere. I mean, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but Go ahead. as for me, I don't plan on traveling anywhere soon, but we will be traveling for my bachelor party to Myrtle Beach, so that would be dope. I'll take some pictures and some videos yeah. of that. Yeah, it, it's, um, yeah, yeah, it's, all, it's a lot of fun to travel, but, um, uh, and I also, I also had a naked guy run into me, um, like literally physically bump into me. Uh-huh. In San Francisco, so that was fun. Awkward. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was interesting. Where did he bump into the back of your chair, or the side of your chair, or the front of your chair, the, the side of me, the side of me? Yeah, but it, oh it, no! So I had, I had, I had to wash off my chair. <laughs> so that, oh no! Oh, uh, I mean, I guess we could talk about real quick MLB and yeah, MLB who, is not yeah who knows games. Yeah, who knows when that's going to be resolved? I have no idea. I, I, but they did, but they did cancel some games, and I wouldn't be surprised if, 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 uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't get started until July. Uh, simply because, and and I, and I will say, I, th- I think this is going to have profound impacts on the overall fan, the overall fans of the sport, because mm-hmm. I think. It's one thing to have these li- these disagreements, these labor disputes, um, when 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 the economy is doing well, and America in general is doing well. Yeah. But when you have inflation the way that it is, and everything that's people gone- making what they're making, and you're trying to discuss making more money. Yeah. 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 No, I get what you're saying, and uh, like. I get I get the players' perspective of it. Like they spend so much time dedicating to this sport that, like, yeah, they want to get paid for it. But again, to my point about sports, it's a sport. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and and you're like baseball players already get paid the most out of any sport. Do they need that much more money? Yeah, and I mean, now to be to be fair though, they they are kind of, they are arguing over the minimum salary, but still they're they're arguing. Whether the minimum salary is going to be like five hundred and fifty thousand or six hundred eighty-five thousand? Yeah, see exactly, and like, that's more than what fucking doctors make and shit. Yeah, so I mean, I do think I do think they I do think they need to be a little bit more, you know, kind of read the room a little bit uh, because I because I I think. I mean, it's again. It's one thing to have these disagreements when the economy is doing very well, mm-hmm. but when the economy around you is going to shit, um, it it looks really bad for for millionaires and billionaires to be arguing with each other. Take it away, Mr. President. America isn't easy. America is advanced citizenship. You've got to want it bad because it's going to put up a fight. It's going to say, you want free speech? Let's see you acknowledge a man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage and advocating at the top of his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. You want to claim this land is a land of the free? Then the symbol of your country cannot just be a flag. 
The symbol also has to be one of its citizens exercising his right to burn that flag in protest. Now show me that. Defend that. Celebrate that in your classrooms. Then you can stand up and sing about the land of the free.